Custom Inc. is an awesome way to recognize employees, thank customers, and outfit your teams with their favorite products and brands customized with your logo. CustomInc.com lets you make your mark on water bottles, backpacks, polos, jackets, and a ton more. Custom Inc. is your go-to custom gear partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing along with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. Oh yeah, and everything is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Check out what we can do for your business at CustomInc.com. Why should you visit Kings Island? Do it because less time planning means more time for this. Do it to take a one-day family vacation. Do it to catch a serious case of the giggles together. And of course, do it to eat a funnel cake the size of your face. Because here at Kings Island, doing something just for the fun of it is all the reason you need. Right now, everyone pays kids' price. Kings Island tickets just $45 online. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Yep. Still here in the Exxon after 26 years, five nights a week, four guests a night. Over 3,900 interviews of individual guests. That's not including all the return guests we have. Yep. I still have white hair, blue eyes, and I still love each and every one of you. This is the greatest job in the world because I get to speak to the greatest people in the world each and every night. If you'd like to check us out online, www.exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And uh, for all the information about the Exxon Broadcast Network, the great shows we have, our super hosts, and our broadcast schedule, www.xzbn.net. This coming uh, Saturday is uh, July the 15th, and everybody's saying, yay, but Why? Well, that's when the next edition of the X Chronicles newspaper hits the uh, hits the print newsstands, hits the electronic outlets, and if you'd like to get a complimentary copy of the X Chronicles newspaper, saving yourself a couple of bucks, just send me an email, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com, and I'll be glad to send one to you with my compliments and the compliments of our advertisers. And um, it is 92 pages this month, 92, 11 by... 17 pages in full color. And I'm sure there's, uh, you're going to find it very interesting, and we love putting it together. This is the, the 26th year of putting this newspaper out each and every month. Exonation, my guest this hour is Dakara Keys, and that's a what I lost. I'm sorry I had to do that. <laughs> we were, we were, do, we were uh, talking before we went on air, and I was asking Dakara how she pronounces her name, and she says, just remember, Dakara Keys. So there we go. Let me tell you about my guest this hour. She is one heck of a lady. I love her energy. She has an infectious laugh. You're going to be contagious. You're going to be laughing all over the place. And what I suggest you do is if you're driving on the highway, pull your car over, go grab a coffee, sit down and listen to this hour because it is going to be great. 
Dakar is a gifted intuitive master and healer and sacred light alchemist that specializes in clearing core issues, ancestral energies, and blocks so you can step into your true power, purpose, and passion. Oh, you love bug you. Author, certified master, energy healer, inspiration, money, and relationship coach, channel to the divine. I used to be on that channel, but we switched. Dakara's mission is to share universal healing light and sound with many as with as many people as possible. Light is an alchemical healer that supports each of us, especially in times of transformation. Now you can re- receive your divine uh, prescription and sacred transformation, and we're going to tell you how you can contact Dakara Keys after uh, we talked to her for a few minutes. And Dakara, welcome to the X Zone. I love your laugh. Thank you. Hi, Rob. Hi, audience. I'm happy to be here. And yeah, the fairies tend to come through and play where all the giggling and the fun stuff comes in too. So yay! (laughs) (laughs) tell us a little bit about yourself and how you how it was that you ended up on this wonderful path that you're on helping so many people. Well, I think like many healers or people that come into their gifts, they've had some type of life experience that might have kind of prodded them, prompt them or dumped them on that. So for me, in my late teens, I'm in my mid 50s, I'm going to say, in my late teens, I really was drawn to like astrology mm-hmm. and tarot and, and different things. And in my 20s, I kind of started studying or going to see excuse me, people to get readings. And by my late 20s, I was already working in the healing arts somewhat or studying. But then I had a life situation with cervical cancer that really pushed me to this point of having to go deeper and to learn more and how to really address all of the emotions and the betrayal I was feeling from my body with this stuff that was going on. Mm. And for me, it was really like that, that pivot point of I'm choosing to go the holistic and natural route. And that's what I did. I actually pretty much after that, even stopped seeing my uh, osteopath on a regular basis, mostly because I really got into herbal supplements and the different things and muscle testing and iridology. And that's kind of what had led me really more strongly on the beginning of this path. And then I started diving into all the different energy healing modalities that this beautiful planet has to offer. Including, you know, ones that have unfolded over time. All right, my dear, please stand by. You and I have to take a break. We'll be right back. Exxon Nation. Dakara Keys is our special guest, and her website is www.dakara.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We'll be back after this break. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Exonation, uh, Dakara Keys is my special guest, and she is a master energy healer. 
Her website is www.dakara.com. That's D-A-K-A-R-A dot com. So what is your personal story? So personal story um, is around having kind of a life, I don't want to say threatening because I feel like uh, the cervical cancer was caught early enough, but it is definitely an experience in life that prompted me to go deeper, Mm -hmm. to look for answers, to move on to a holistic path in a deeper way because I really I felt like my body had betrayed me and that was probably the biggest leap or step over for me to get through. But I was determined to find answers and ways of dealing with actually several uh, health issues. um, Some of which were chronic at the time. So I love being able to tune into the body, into the mind, Mm -hmm. into the heart and really ask those poignant questions to help myself or my clients move forward looking at what the energy is behind something because everything is energy so we look at the energy of it we make a shift we rewrite the story we transform it we bring in some light or sound and shabam things start shifting and changing in people's lives and that's what really calls to my heart to be of service to others do you think that and and i hope you don't take this the wrong way do you think that the illness that that you had was was there to put you on the path that you're on now i do actually i think it was even though i already had interest kind mm-hmm. of in the realm yeah. um i think it was the little slap upside the head per se i'm keeping it clean uh, <laughs> that really forced me to look at something more i i continued to have repeat um, challenges with the cervical cancer over several months, you know, going in for testing mm-hmm. every month, every three months, having repeat occurrences right. and, um, and repeat or not repeat, but different procedures. And then because of the work I'd been doing about, I'm going to say nine months in, everything started coming back clean. And not only did it help with that aspect, but it also helped shift and transform like chronic sinusitis. And at that point in my you know, adult life, I had to get a tube put in one of my ears. So there was other things that were also a challenge that also kind of redirected and corrected themselves. All right. So what happened then? What was your next step after you realized that? you know what, my body's telling me something, the universe is telling me something, I've got a little bit of an interest in this. What was it like when you decided to go into this full tilt, feet first, bang? Pretty much. Well, the other stuff that, um, I was in a corporate position, um, a corporate officer in a small company. And basically, even though all of the cervical female stuff, self-corrected, I started having a lot of headaches and other challenges. And it really came down to, I'm not supposed to be working in this job. It was the safety net. It was, you know, the nice paycheck and, you know, the blah, blah, blah. So the next step for me was to leave my job that I'd been at for 11 years and, (laughs) and venture out on my own, which of course unfolded a very roller coaster path of ups and downs financially. At one point, um, I decided to sell my house so that I wouldn't lose it, you know, (laughs) uh, kind of get out ahead of the the curve. But that just led me into the next thing and the next thing. And I think that's what's important for people. It's like none of those things do I look back and say, oh, I failed at being a healer in the beginning. It's like, no, I learned lessons from life's challenges and kept looking for the next step and the next direction that I was being guided to. And that's what's so important is when people really feel called in their heart, they need to really follow that. Even though if the outside world or the programming or conditioning of what you've been taught or told um, or might still be being told, you know, like the people that are like saying you're crazy if you think you can blah, 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 fill in the blank. It's like if you're following your heart and you're connected with the divine, each of those things, everything always works out. Somehow it always works out. And that's what people need to really anchor into is that faith and that trust in themselves. And I call uh, 
truth and trust the big T items. You know, it's the big things. We, mm-hmm. we need to learn to trust ourselves, trust our own intuition. That's kind of a foundational piece because when we're doing that and following the guidance that's coming forward, right. that's what magic just unrolls in front of us. But why don't it, we trust our instincts? Why don't we trust that gut feeling? I think a lot of us, so let's say that we trusted something and then it didn't work out the way we thought it was supposed mm-hmm. to, and yet it was still part of our divine plan. But we may not see that, you know, that thing called hindsight. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> twenty twenty. yeah. Yeah, you know, when we can look back on something, it's like, you know what, actually, even though that wasn't fun to go through, this is what I learned. This is what I experienced. And the more that we can move into, you know, hindsight as foresight and, and just trusting that even though this may seem logically maybe off, Mm -hmm. there's a reason for it. And if we can just be in the flow of it, I have found personally, things don't have to be quite as hard or as intense or, you know, that universal two by four coming up and smacking you down. Um, I had plenty of two by four therapy as well (laughs) because I wasn't, I wasn't listening well enough or I wasn't trusting enough. And the more that I moved into the, that place of trust and, and, and truth and just accepting what I was receiving as truth, the easier things got, the easier life got. So you two graduated from the School of Hard Knocks. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. I think I have like a, you know, a graduate degree from that <laughs> because I can be a little stubborn at times. So yeah. So tell me, um, what is light alchemy? So light alchemy, if we think about alchemy in general, you know, we hear, remember maybe the story of um, turning lead into gold. Sure, Rumpelstiltskin, so yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's funny that you bring him up because a lot of my clients have interesting energies. And sometimes I see these contracts mm-hmm. and agreements mm-hmm. that I that has Rumpelstiltskin energy on it. Really? So if you remember the stories of how he would have all these like little trickery things and, you know, these clauses and to get out of something yep. or whatnot, you know, or watch the I think it's a third Shrek movie. I love Shrek. You know, <laughs> it's like it gives an idea how this energy can be insidious Mm -hmm. in a way that prevents us or blocks us from moving forward. But with light alchemy, when we're calling forth the sound, the color, the light, the frequency, the sacred geometry and the light or the light alchemy, that's in perfect alignment for shifting or changing that situation or that story or that energy. Um, There's so many different processes that I work with that many of them have just been given to me by my guides that are just profound. And I've moved into a place several years ago of asking and bringing in what I'll call an energy package or a light energy alchemy package where we've called in all the energy that's going to help shift and make that transformation for the person that I'm working with or the group or, you know, whatever. Why do you think uh, this this type of healing, spiritual healing, uh, light healing, alchemical healing, whatever it is. Why is it so popular these days? Because it works. (laughs) Sorry. I told you I'm kind of goofy. Um, I think because people are awakening on the planet Mm -hmm. and they're not able to deny the experiences that they're seeing and they're feeling any longer. They're, um, they're knowing things. Their their intuition is becoming more heightened. They're that or they're you know having instant awakenings, and they start looking for answers because they don't understand what they're sensing or feeling or experiencing, or they do say, okay, I'm going to work with a healer or somebody, or even go get Reiki, and they can feel the energy moving through their body. So as people become more aware and more conscious, they're seeking more for alternative ways and for answers. And also, I think, tuning into an aspect of themselves, knowing that, you know what, maybe those pharmaceutical drugs aren't really what's making a difference um, or helping me or, you know, fill in the blank, uh, whatever it is. And it's it's different for every person. I think pharmaceuticals yeah. and traditional medicine all has a place. I mean, it's necessary and needed in a lot of situations and it's not necessary and not needed. In a you know, lot of I, I will agree with you to a certain point about that. But in, in today's society, a lot of people go to doctors looking for the quick fix. And, yeah. you know, there are there are certain diseases that light energy just can't heal. 
I agree. You know, That's so, why I said there are yeah. situations where, and I think too, you know, with chemical imbalances or mental mm-hmm. illness, sometimes some of those prescription drugs are really needed sure. to help keep people balanced out. I, I think it's, you know, th- it needs to be more complementary, meaning that if the doctors would work more hand in hand and have a better understanding mm-hmm. of alternative, natural, light, you know, work, then I think things could shift in a bigger way. Um, I, I, yes, but you must, you must admit that there are a lot of quackpots out there who claim to be natural, naturopathic healers and light healers and and you know charlatans, they don't know the first thing about naturopathic healing. Uh, you know, I, I I'd be surprised if they knew the difference between the belly button and the butthole. <laughs> well, that may be true. Those are not the people that run in my crowd, but and I'm not, um, and I can tell know, that I, by I talking to you. Probably are. I'm just yeah. kind of not on in that kind of uh, realm or radar mm. because my, you know, I don't, I'm not out looking for that kind of, or looking for help, I guess. It's like, I'm connected with people that I work with and, you know, I love all my clients mm-hmm. and, but I'm sure there are charlatans and people out there. I mean, there's people out there trying to take advantage of people everywhere on the planet for different reasons, you know, exactly. many for their own, you know, gain sure. and, or they're feeding an addiction of some kind or, you know, whatever the story is. But um, I guess I don't, it's like that hasn't even been in my mental radar, charlatans or, you know, like fake healers, but I'm sure they're out there. (laughs) I know they are. I've had a few of them on the show. You know, most people defrock (laughs) defrock clergy members. I defrock uh, frauds over here. Um, Heart point technique. What is that? Heartpoint technique is a beautiful healing modality that was brought onto the planet um, and, and around 2010 by uh, Rebecca Marina, who's a channel to the divine, and she works a lot with divine mother. And for many of us that have been on the path for a while, there's definitely been a feeling and a shift of everything moving more into the divine feminine energies, kind of, you know, the, the pendulum swinging back the other direction. It's a slow moving situation, but moving more from the patriarchal to some degree into the matriarchal and really bringing back that nurturing and loving energy. So hard point technique is working with divine mother and other light energy guides it's working with sound. So there's chanting involved. And the main chants that um, I use are from the Arabic language. They're the 99 names of God. And the main one is Anur, which simply means the light. So when I'm chanting Anur, it's just moving the energy, moving the light. Um, there's different points. So we'll bring the energy down from the high self point, which is 18 to 24 inches above the head. And this is our kind of our our what's the best way to describe it? Kind of our point of connection to the divine where we can call forth and bring in energy. It's our also known as the high self point. I may have uh, said it like that. Uh, So it's a place where we can call in what's needed. Mm -hmm. We bring in the light, we move it through the crown chakra, move it through the corpus callosum, which is the bundle of nerves. All right, Dakara, we're going to have to put you on hold for a sec here because I've got to move everything to a commercial break with the news. Exonation Dakara Keys is our special guest, Dakara.com. We'll both be back after the news. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media. Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Exonation, Dakara Keys is our special guest, www.dakara.com, and that is D-A-K-A-R-A.com. And uh, before we went away, we were talking about 
Uh, so many different things. And, and I asked you to go on hold because I had to take the news break. So please continue. Sure. So with Hardpoint Technique, we're moving the light. And I call in the sound, the color, the light, the frequency, sacred geometry, a light alchemy. So I mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's like, I did all the certification training in, in Heartpoint Technique. I have a lot of certifications. It's like, really, that's not what's important. It, for me, it's what's important is my connection to the divine and to my guides because they're always bringing in new stuff. So we move the energy through the corpus callosum, which is the bundle of nerves that connects both hemispheres of the brain. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it helps expand people's intuition when they're starting to bring light So if we think about moving it counterclockwise, we're moving it from the right side of the brain, kind of the more creative spiritual aspect into the left, the more logical, um, analytical part. So we're moving light energy through the brain in that sequence or in that um, spiral. And then we'll move information down into the midbrain. And some of that information has come from Dr. Pillai, who's out of India, and really working with the midbrain platform, which is this area within our beings that where we have the ability to manifest. And we're really using sound and frequency there again, because sound and frequency is what helps bring or does bring everything into the physical. So the, the pineal the hypothalamus, the um, brainstem are the different aspects. And there's other stuff in the midbrain too. But when we can start focusing on that aspect of our, our being and focusing on um, what we want to manifest and doing chanting, it doesn't have to be on newer or al Men is another one, which is about affirming in faith that we're moving this energy or we're addressing whatever, you know, is being um, addressed in that moment. So Heartpoint Technique then brings all this energy down through the throat and into the heart, and we're expanding, or I expand the light out so that I do scans on an individual based on the topic or what's going on that you know needs to be addressed at that at that point. So Heartpoint Technique is really working with sound and light energy to identify what's going on within that person's being that can be assisted, helped, addressed, release old energy that may be causing a health issue or an emotional um, challenge or a lot of stuff is ancestral. It's I do a lot of past life and ancestral work because on those timelines, all kinds of stuff has happened. And because everything is energy, we carry that energy forward in our soul records until we address it, meaning it gets cleared or shifted or something. You said that there were 97 different names for God. How, how 99. Do, how, 99. 99. How do we know that? Um, because this in the Arabic um, language that actually you can look it up. 99 names of God in Arabic and, and you'll get them. I actually have a printout. I don't mm-hmm. use them all. But who, um, but let me ask you, let me ask you this. What religion is Arabic? Um, Arabic would be Muslim. And okay, so why are we why are we putting so much faith in the Muslim faith when throughout it's, history it's been a fight between Islam and Christianity? Right. So I'm not putting any faith in Muslim. Also, the Sufis mm-hmm. chant. So the 99 names of God. And if you actually Google it and you find some um, maybe YouTube or audios, it's, it's actually quite eloquent and beautiful. So it has nothing to do with religion. We're talking about a language that's been on the planet for over 6,000 years. Well, wait a sec. Hold so, on here. Hold on here. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. Okay. I believe there's only one God. So why would I consider anything that tells me that the God that I believe in is not the God that is being hailed to or, or, or recognized by this movement. So I believe that there is one prime source creator. I think everything else is man-made. So I would agree with you that there is one God. Mm -hmm. And when we're talking about using something like on to help move the light, it's simply a, a phrase or a word that's used to help move energy. It's not paying any homage or anything else to a religion or that name. It's just utilized because it helps move energy. Isn't there any other neutral word that can be used? 
I think that, you know, for people, for Christians, if they wanted to chant Jesus, they could do that. I think everybody should follow their own heart. I just know that for me, when I'm chanting on newer, I feel the power of the light energy moving through and helping someone clear something. And that's what's important to me. It's not about anything other than that. So does this, this technique, does it interfere with your own religious beliefs if you have any? I left organized religion when I was 12. Why? So, because I felt there was such a phony... I was at Bible camp, Mm -hmm. and I'd been stung by mosquitoes on one of my knees several times, and my knee was so swollen, I couldn't... Because I had an allergy to it. um, I couldn't participate in a lot of the things. Mm -hmm. You know, we were at a camp. You know, there's swimming. I, I don't even think... I could barely even get out and swim because my knee was so swollen. So... I found myself kind of hanging out more with the camp, you know, uh, directors or people. And, and then one of the days at, um, I felt very disconnected from everyone on that, uh, um, that week too, as far as people, my own age. Mm -hmm. And I was standing in the back of the sanctuary and I was observing how people, these children were running up and throwing themselves down. And it felt so fake to me. And I just, I came home from that, um, adventure. And I said, I'm not going to church anymore. I'm not doing this because it's something about it doesn't feel right to me. And thankfully, my mom honored that because I just feel like if we think about one God, and we're thinking about the energy, I don't need somebody in between. I mean, I am a minister. (laughs) It's not, you know, it's not about that. I just wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're you're a minister. What uh, seminary did you go to? Well, I, I'm a minister through She's, which is called Spiritual Healers and Earth, Earth Stewards. Okay, so, so it's an internet-based religion. Yes, but the creator of it is an attorney here in Washington State, and so I went to a formal you know, ceremony. I've actually ordained other people, but it's not a seminary where you're going to study the Bible because it's not Bible-based. So why would you become a minister if you're not religiously orientated? Because in Washington State, I could do hands-on healing, which is what I was doing more at that time, without having to be a massage practitioner or anything else. So I could lay my hands on someone for healing, being a minister. So it was a convenience. It was a necessity for me to continue doing my healing work and helping other people. But don't you kind of find that being a little hokey? I do not, because a lot of people are not religious. Even all the people, most of the wedding ceremonies I've performed over the last 20 years Mm -hmm. have been non-religious based. I mean, some people didn't even want the word God in there. My ceremony, my standard ceremony has that in, but not everybody, you know, subscribes to that or don't, doesn't resonate or they have childhood issues around that. So if I'm being of service to others, then I'm going to be of service to them in the way that works for them. So to me, it's not hokey because it's I'm not a traditional person to begin with. Uh-huh. It's um, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. And how do you um, know that? How do you know you're a spiritual being having a human experience? How do you know this isn't all just a bunch of PR that has been thought up to get a new movement going and that, you know, when we die, we die. That's it. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, you know. Well, and if that's the case, then so be it. I mean, I have no fear of death. I have been into energetically and guide people into other realms all the time and Mm -hmm. see energy. And so regardless of whatever the end result is, that's what my heart tells me. And if I'm going back to that trusting and being, you know, who I am, then that's part of who I am. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. I'm sorry, let me ask you this. If that mosquito would not have bit your knee, what would have happened to you? Would you have been the the spiritualist that you are now? Or would you have I would say yes. It would have been something else. I don't I think I am on my path and my purpose this lifetime mm-hmm. and what I came in to do. So whether it was, you know, having an allergic to yeah. reaction to mosquito bites or if it would have been something else that, you know, I was already not kind of buying into some okay. of the stuff I was hearing at church at the at the time as it was. Mm-hmm. So it was just the way my path was unfolding and and who I was becoming as an individual. Would it be fair to say that people who 
find their way into the New Age spirituality and spiritualism do not fit into the the sociological uh, the sociological uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like the cosmetic makeup of no, that? No, 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 no. The um, they they don't fit into society. They 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 seem to be outcasts where they can't fit into society into the normal realm of society as 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 we know it. So they find themselves looking and finding themselves ending up into this new age spirituality, which allows them to to go outside the realm of the of the established and patterned sociological world that the rest of us live in. Well, perhaps for some that's been their path or maybe mm-hmm. that's one way of looking at it. I I I don't think that people that are um involved or following their heart or believe in new age items are necessarily um, like black sheep or, you know, they just march to a different drum. And I think it mm. takes many drums on the planet and many ways of thinking and viewing things to make the world work as a whole. So I don't think it's just that they feel like they're an outcast and they go out and they find, you know, new age spirituality. I think people are drawn and called to it because that's what their heart is bringing them to. Is it their heart that that is in control, or is it the the desire to be different, the desire to be, uh, you know, to be free spirited and go against the flow? I never felt like I was someone that wanted to go against the flow intentionally. I mm-hmm. wanted to go with my own flow. So I think everybody's different, and everybody is going to have a different answer to that question, to be honest, because I think if somebody's really following their heart and being authentic with themselves and embracing their inner weirdo and whatever way that shows up and honoring that, then that's what it is. It isn't about going against anything else. It's about going with who they are. But uh, you know, here you are yourself. You, you said that, you know, at the early age of 12, you decided that established religion wasn't for you. And yet you became an ordained minister, which is usually associated with established religious philosophies. Instead of going to a seminary and taking these courses and taking a long way, you decided to, you know, to do a shortcut and, and you went through the way that you did. I, I find it kind of a bit two-faced where you don't want to be part of established religion, but in order to go with what you were doing by putting your hands on people without having to be a a massage therapist, you decided to get ordained so that you can use hands-on healing. Now, to me, that something doesn't seem right there. What am I missing? Let's talk about this when we come back from our break. Exonation Dakara Keys is our guest. www.dakara.com is her website. And we'll be back on the other side of this short break here in the Exxon as we wrap up this hour. Send me your email. Are you a believer or are you a skeptic? Don't forget the Exxon TV show is coming to a TV screen near you for past uh, shows. ExxonTV.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now.
No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Takara Keys is our guest this hour, explanation www.spiritualenergyhealer.com and dakara.com are the two websites. And um, if, if somebody is, is investigating or looking for alternatives to life, like you did, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that your way is wrong or our way is right. I, I, you know, like, I just want to get two sides of the story. That's all. Right. So if you think about the name of the organization, Mm -hmm. Spiritual Healers and Earth Stewards, it's an organization that was created by an attorney Mm -hmm. that would support people in following their healing paths and helping others and helping the planet. Okay. Well, let me ask you at this point that, you know, that's a wonderful thing. People who have the same virtues and values that you have just described, are called Wiccans and witches, and they are persecuted because of their names. How, do, how, does, how is society supposed to say, okay, your tenants are good, they're the same as witches and Wiccans, but they're bad? Well, I think people that think that about witches or Wiccans or pagans are just uneducated in what that really is, to be honest, because it's an earth-based spiritual religion. It's about honoring the elements. It's, it's, I think there's a lot of misperception around that, just like a lot of other things mm-hmm. that people just need to, if they're curious, like, go learn about it. Go look at what the truth is, not just based on some doctrine that tells you it's bad. So but, don't do that. But isn't there enough in this world for people to do without having to go after outside sourcing of their philosophical and religious beliefs? My God, you know, that should be the very last thing on a person's plate. Well, I'm going to come back to if somebody's following their heart and doing what they're being guided and through meditation, through whatever form, whether they're doing yoga or meditation or, uh, you know, whatever it is, and they're feeling guided towards something, mm-hmm. then there's something for that person in that. And that's what people need to do is when I said earlier about embracing your inner weirdo, it's like mm-hmm. accepting that. You know, not everything is what the the media says or not everything is what it appears to be out in the world. If somebody's feeling something's off for them or Mm -hmm. that they're looking for something different or something that they're going to feel truly heartfelt and enriched by, then they need to go find that for themselves. But the one place they're not going to find it is on the Internet because the Internet is the largest septic tank that man has ever created and there's more crap in it than anything else. Well, I think that's true, and that's where discernment comes in. People need to learn to discern what's what's real, what's mm-hmm. not real, do their homework, educate themselves, find what feels right for them. I, I, under, and, I understand that, but like I said, in today's society, with everything that people have to prioritize, they have to pay the bills, they have to take care of the children, they have to take care of mom and dad, they have to take care of their health care because the government doesn't do it. They have to do so much that when you throw in the philosophical beliefs on top of it, I think we're asking people to do way too much. Is it, I mean, does that include asking people to go to church every Sunday or is if, but if that's not their jam, then why wouldn't they be able to dedicate their time on Sunday Mm -hmm. to studying what meditation is or being in meditation and connecting with their inner guidance and their direct connection to God? If they, if they, if they want to do that, they can, but meditation can also be looked at as prayer in church where people congregate. And they all have the same, they all have the same 
Well, that's they all have the same prayer, the same thought. They they all, you know, people who go to church, when they pray, they pray for peace. They pray for people who are sick. So basically, prayer is another form of meditation. When you sit, yes, yes, I completely agree. Yeah. Okay, so I, I guess and I pray for people every day. I pray for the planet. Mm-hmm. I I pray for a lot of things to bring balance and harmony back into the world we know it now that is kind of out of balance. But the but prayer alone is not going to do it. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And people who really think just by praying alone that there's going to be divine intervention and that all the problems on this planet are going to be solved, man, they need a reality check because you have to get off your fat butt kiss and work on these problems yourself. Well, and for some, that would guide them towards being more spiritually grounded and finding what they resonate with versus How? going along. How? Pardon me? How would that help? How would finding my spiritual grounding help me to help the world be a better place? Well, yeah. I think everything starts within. So if, if it helps you feel more inner peaceful and moving into a space that all is well, I mean, a lot of stuff that's out there promotes fear, false evidence appearing real or false expectation appearing real and people run around being these big balls of fear versus really finding peace within themselves because that's where the answers are going to come from. But if a person knows that all this fake news is out there causing mistrust, don't you think people are strong enough and smart enough to realize what they need to do in order to to you know progress as a member of society without having to look for any outside outside religious affiliation or philosophy that that may or may not work for them i think it's all perspective my perspective is that of a former policeman a broadcaster a journalist and a realist that's my perspective right and your perspective is great for you and i'm Mm -hmm. saying everybody has their own perspective and you know, I honor everyone's perspective because it's theirs and mm-hmm. it's how they see the world and, and that's perfect for them. But it's not necessarily perfect for everyone else because everybody should be able and be entitled to have their own perspective on, you know, f- maybe for some, yeah, devoting time to learning more about the chakras and their energy bodies and all of that. That's not their thing. And that's okay. Their thing might be something else, and that's okay. Whatever it is for them is perfect. It's great to know your chakras. It's great to do meditation. It's great to do a lot of things that are philosophical. But when it comes to a call to action, philosophy isn't going to save you. It's action that's going to save you. It's just like when there's a problem, there's somebody breaking into your house. You don't call a philosopher. You call the cops. Right. I agree. So I think, you know, people need to know the right action steps. Maybe for someone it is about meditating on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. That's going to be their call to action. It's meditation is still an action. Prayer to me is still an action. It's still something you are doing or being conscious of. But isn't prayer more of a self-satisfying act than it is actually cause and effect? I don't think that, no. I think that prayer is a call to the universe of what you're asking for on your on your own behalf or for someone else. Meditation is the form of receiving the information back from the divine. Who is the divine? Well, if we're talking about one God, prime source creator, however you want to look at that, it's that information is coming from the divine, I would hope, in most people's cases. Maybe not for some. You know, I know people that have mental conditions tap Mm -hmm. into some other, you know, different things. But for most people, it's where does inspiration and creativity come from? Where does those action steps come from when we feel inspired to take action? Like, yes, I'm going to reach out to that nonprofit because let's say it's connected to animals. I love helping animals. So I'm feeling inspired to go and donate my time or money or whatever it is that's Mm going to help that. That is an action step from my perspective. Okay, it's, it's, it's a matter of choice. I don't think that it has anything to be to do with a an invisible 
divine entity or deity. I think it's what's inside you based on the life that you've lived so far, based on your surrounding, based on what you've seen, what you've felt, what you've experienced. I think we give way too much credit to invisible deities. That may be. Maybe some people do. I mean, some people are, you know, into ghosts and Mm -hmm. different things. I believe they exist, but do I focus on that? No, that's not my thing. So I think there's a lot out there and there's a lot out there because everybody has their own, their own thing. And there's a lot of different opportunities for people to learn, to grow, to go, oh, no, hell no, that's not for me. And wow, that over there feels right and feels good. It's just like when you walk into a room and Mm -hmm. and everything feels icky and nasty and bad vibes, or Mm -hmm. you walk into a room and everything feels great. It's like people cannot deny when they feel or don't feel something like that. I mean, they're, they're acknowledging it themselves. So it's, it's really about tuning into that aspect of yourself and knowing what's right and what's not right for that individual. But why does this have to go under the auspices of a religious philosophy instead of just called humanity? I don't know. Why does that? Because I don't think I put it there. (laughs) No, no, you didn't. But people out there love doing it because it gets them away from reality. It gives them their own little slice of the realistic pie, even though, in my opinion, they're living in a world of fantasy, a world where reality is not allowed. I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been great talking to you. And Exonation, if you'd like to find out more about Dakara, her website is spiritualenergyhealer.com or dakara.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Hey, listen, you don't have to be a woo-woo believer, a guru or any of these new age practitioners who who want to take shortcuts to be a good person. You're born good. Don't forget that. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 